It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yes, sir. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I'm joined by former Scarlet, current CrossFit athlete, and current student at MSUB, Nate Dewar. How are you doing today, Nate? Doing fantastic, Mitch. Thanks for having me on, man. Of course, man. It's great to have you on. You've always been, you know, big supporter and good friend of mine, so I'm happy to have you on yeah. today. No, and I, I listen to podcasts all the time, man. I think yours is fantastic, and I've never been invited onto a show before, so um, I was honored well, when you reached out. They're the first for everything, right? <laughs> yes, sir. So I want to start this out, you know, just kind of asking what started you out with sports in general. I mean, I know you played kind of a plethora of sports all the way through your growing up. So what started yep. you out with your love for sports? You know, my older siblings, they were big into basketball. My brother played football. Um, no one played baseball, actually, but my dad loved the sport. So he introduced me to it at a young age. Um, but it was kind of just the competition that I was drawn to and and uh, I really liked um, how much people would, how serious people would take the sport. Because I have a very intense personality, if you know me. So in some ways, sports kind of were just a natural thing that I did. That's awesome, man. And then, so you went all the way up until the Scarlets. How cool was it to be able to play for the Scarlets, lead off, and play second base and pitch for the Scarlets? Yes, sir. Oh, it was a blast, man. I wouldn't trade it at all. Um, we had so much fun. We had so much fun. And I learned so many less like life lessons from being a Billing Scarlet. I, I was proud to be. Um, I play basketball, too. Uh, but I really took baseball um, to heart. That's awesome, man. So, you know, when I obviously had my brother playing with you, you played only shortstop. And so when did you transition into being a little bit more of a pitcher? Pitcher. Well, I pitched, uh, I pitched all through little league. Um, I played second base all through little league and I let off and that kind of was the way that it went for me. But as I got into Legion, you know, they put me at short. Um, I didn't pitch too much in the early years, but I guess it was just the ability to throw strikes, which I had. I mean, I wasn't really overpowering in any other way, but, um, it was, it was, I was someone you could put in and rely on. So I think that was important as I rose up through the ranks, you know, and eventually, um, got to Legion. For sure. So then what is your favorite memory that you've had as a Scarlet? Oh, I love this question. I don't, there's so many options. I could go a lot of different directions with it. Senior season was, was definitely the funnest because um, it was during COVID-19 and like the outbreak. And we thought, we thought our season would be canceled, but we ended up having one. And if I recall correctly, the Mustangs didn't play yeah. that summer. So I think um, a lot of our games had a bigger turnout because people wanted to see baseball. And yeah. we were, we were the team, well, us and the Royals, we were the team in Billings to watch. So um, I would have to pull a memory from there. And so, you know, what comes to mind very first was uh, a game against Bozeman in the state tournament um, that year. And of course, Bozeman is who you want to beat. 
everyone loved right. beating Bozeman because it didn't happen often and they were good. And the few times that we beat Bozeman, by the way, I always play my best games, I'm proud to say, against Bozeman, basketball <laughs> or baseball. But uh, I would say the moment that I was the most excited in sports in my entire career was when we thought that we had the game on, on lock against Bozeman until they had runners on second and third in one of the final innings. And their best player, the catcher, stepped up to the plate, crushed a ball in the right field. But um, Michael Horrell, one of my best buds, made a diving catch to save the game, to end the inning and oh, save wow. the game. And everyone went crazy. Shout out Dirty Mike if you're listening to this. Also <laughs> shout out Jonah Prill, my idol. But um, so he made the catch and we all went wild. And uh, I bet it was his favorite moment too. So it was pretty sick. And then we ended up going on to beat Bozeman that game. They ended up winning the state tournament, unfortunately. Um, but wouldn't trade that night at all. That's awesome. So you shouted out Jonah Prill. I've had Jonah on here as well. Yeah, I heard the interview. He's a boss. Yeah, he's awesome. He uh, he went to high school with me, so it was an easy interview to, you know, just ask, hey, you want to come on here? But, yeah, that's no, awesome, cool, man. He's representing Montana well. Yeah, no, that's that's an awesome story, and that Bozeman team was good. Mm -hmm. I remember that from CJ's, I think, junior year, because it was your senior year. Yeah. So, no. Well, they, they were, were good the really year before, good. too. They, they were the reigning champs from the year before, and they did it again. We wanted to beat them so bad. We didn't get the – we didn't get the chance, though. Um, we had lost out that final day uh, on the state championship day in, in our first game against Helena, but we made a run for it. For sure. So you mentioned Michael, and obviously I know there's a bunch of friends you've made through the years with baseball. What does it mean to have that camaraderie with all those guys throughout the years? Oh, man. I mean, that, that's what made it for me. That's what made it so great. I, I mean, my three best friends, the three closest people in my life that know me well, um, are from baseball, are from people, or are the kids that I met through baseball. And I talk to them every day still. And um, they were my teammates and they're my brothers. And uh, sports has a way of bonding, bonding people like that. It really does. It's, it's quite awesome. So now post Scarlet's, you've gotten into CrossFit. Yep. How did you get into that? One and two kind of run me through what it is. Cause I mean, I've obviously seen CrossFit billings and I've seen some CrossFit gyms, but I don't know quite what it is and what all the competitions are like for it. So just give me a rundown on what all it is. <clears throat> Certainly. Yeah. CrossFit is a very intense sport. Um, it's, it's basically a combination between, well, if you want to be a good CrossFit athlete, you need to not only be well-conditioned, you need to be strong and you need to have the movements down. So there's a talent aspect to it. There's a talent piece. I mean, some of the competitions are like, you might have to do like 10, 20 ring rows, and then you might have to overhead squat and then do handstand walk for 50 meters or whatever. I haven't gotten to that level yet, but um, some of the guys in my gym have, and they're very impressive and they're very good athletes. And um, a few have qualified for quarterfinals. One of them qualified for the games. Um, I don't know if I'll ever make a run for the games because that takes tons of time and tons of effort, um, which I definitely will. I could put in the effort, but I just don't know if I have the time with my other goals in life. But um, I certainly want to qualify for quarterfinals at some point and maybe dominate in a few regional competitions. That would be awesome. So where are the regional competitions at? You know, um, CrossFit is becoming a more and more well-known sport. Uh, it's worldwide, but um, there 
there's CrossFit competitions. I mean, there was one last weekend in Bozeman. Um, there's certainly ones all around the Northwest. And, you know, I'm not quite aware of those yet because I've only been in CrossFit uh, for a few months or maybe, a, I guess it'd be about a year now, a little oh, wow. over a year. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that Bozeman had them. That's kind of cool that there's one right in our own backyard here. Yeah, it was in Brick Breeden, uh, the field house last weekend. And one of the guys from my gym won it all. Wow, that's really cool. That's yeah, awesome. Seth Wild, Seth Wildung is his name. A couple guys wow. from Billings know him. Some of my buddies know him. He coached them in football, but he's he's a boss. There's another guy who's a cop. Uh, he's pretty young, and he's doing really well. And then the owner of the gym um, is a great man, and he wins competitions. He's in the, the older – or I guess he's in the – he graduated from – the like the middle age group and so he's he's doing things at the higher level now or the upper division with the older guys and he's dominating wow that's really cool that's awesome so you know one aspect of really life but especially sports that kind of gets overlooked is mental health and you've had a little bit of a run-in with mental health and i just want to know you know how you're doing how you got out of it and how your life has improved in the last year or so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thank you for asking this. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, uh, it hasn't been too long since this happened last summer. I had a surprise mental health issue that, you know, I hadn't dealt with mental health in any way my entire life. I had such a great life up until then. And now it's great again. But um, what happened was I was in Boise. I went to Boise state. Uh, right out of high school and I had a year there and at some point I met an Air Force pilot and I was looking to do something big and he kind of showed me what Air Force Academy was and he had gone there and he had been a career pilot and it was so intriguing to me I was like fighter pilot like I saw Top Gun when I was a kid so or when I was a at some point and it and it <laughs> definitely sparked something in me but also the idea of service and being part of something bigger called out to me so um I I applied for the Air Force Academy. If you don't know what that is, it's just basically a high caliber military school with a pretty rigorous application process. Mm -hmm. And anyway, I got in and it came as a, by way of a phone call from Senator Tester and I was very excited. And so I came back to Billings and I was training I had about a month uh, before basic training. And um, at some point, I can't really point to when, but during that training, I kind of um, been going hard, probably over training and my mental health just took a sharp decline. And um, it was basically like to the point where I was kind of out of touch with reality, although I knew that I had this looming goal and I had a place to be. And so I kept training through it and it ended up kind of being a train wreck um, when I got there. So I ended up back in Billings and I was dismissed from the Air Force and um, I was pretty devastated, pretty crushed. And the mental health kind of prolonged for a little while, but by the grace of God and with the help of family and a few close friends, I pulled through and, you know, I, and it, it didn't, it, it, it didn't get easier, but obviously I was in better mental health, but it didn't get easier. I was working at Costco, I was pushing carts and I really just fallen from grace uh, from this dream that I had. And all of a sudden I, I didn't know what was next. And, and, Anyway, um, I just had to hold on to what I, I mean, it's at that point, it really strengthened my faith because, uh, you know, it's like, it didn't make sense, but I had heard the Bible says 
uh, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And so that really challenged me. And I'm glad that I did because uh, right now I'm doing better than ever. I had a court case. I had um, a lawsuit from the Air Force, which um, ended in, in January of this year. And uh, anyway, during the process, I, I'd been introduced to my attorney who was helping me out. And um, it just really sparked this new desire to be a lawyer. I asked him about his questions or questions about his job. It was super interesting. And so that was a new desire that came out of it. The court case uh, it actually settled well on my behalf or uh, for my favor. And everything's great now. I'm doing fantastic, better than ever. And I've had a great life. And I could say, honestly, that I'm doing better than ever right now. Oh, that's awesome. So you touched on it a little bit with, you know, the grace of God. And obviously your faith has been strengthened through this. But how did you come to that point where it was strengthened? You know, um, I've had a lot of failures in my life. I've been cut from multiple teams. Uh, I've had some, some level of that. And then obviously with this, I really went through the fire with this mental health episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yet in the end, you know, I, I just, I've seen it time and time again in my life and in the lives of people who are older than me, older Christians uh, who are my mentors and they will attest to it very strongly. And that's that, you know, the Bible also says for all things happen for all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So that I take that as a promise to me and, um, other Christians. And, and so, you know, once I, once I really realized that, and I believe that, um, I don't think I'll ever go back because I've seen it time and time again, and I wouldn't be here now, um, in this well of this, this good of a state of mind, if that wasn't true. Oh, that's so cool, man. I mean, that's great to hear. I know when I first reached out to you, you had obviously just gotten out of your situation. And I was, I was worried, man. I, I didn't know how to react. I was like, oh my God, that is so, so sad because I, I've known you and it just came as a complete shock to me. And I, I'm just so glad you're doing better, man. Thank you so much, dude. Um, and, and at this point, like I can, I can truly say that I'm blessed that it happened. I, I look at the air force and it's such a big goal and it's such a honorable thing to be able to do. And the fact that I got into the Academy and, and whatnot, but I just, it's, it's not where God needed me. And I think I have an even uh, greater plan, more specific to my life uh, mm-hmm. waiting out there for me. So and I, I can't wait to get started on it. For sure. So I've known you and I've obviously known your parents for a few years. What does it mean to have their support through everything? Oh, they're great. Yeah. If you know my parents, I mean, people <laughs> say my parents are the nicest parents they've ever known. And it's, it's true. I mean, it, it's like they... They just don't give up on me no matter where I'm at. They helped me so much during that process. And I, don't, I couldn't ever repay them. I really couldn't. Yeah, they're great. I mean, I've known your parents, obviously, for a few years now through baseball. And yeah, they're great people, for sure. No, and I get to see them again on Friday. They've been gone. They've been in Scotland for a number of weeks, hanging out, having a vacation there. So I've been home with my sister. We've been hanging out, went on a few road trips, and we had some fun. So get to oh, see them fun. again, and I'm very excited. Yep. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, is there anything you want to add to this that you think will help people or, you know, that you want to add to this podcast here at the end? You know, um, I would say that a big lesson in my life 
that I've seen and learned firsthand is failures can actually be successes. And I'll explain that. Um, I, I got cut from Legion. I got, well, I didn't get cut from Legion, but I got cut from the team I tried out for as a freshman. Uh, I made the B team for post four. I was pretty devastated back then, but you know, I, you make the most of it and it's, I mean, and you learn lessons and I got a lot of play time and, and I became a greater baseball player and it's, it strengthened me to be rejected like that. And that rejection also prepared me for my senior season when uh, I got cut from the basketball team at West. And it shocked me because I had a great season uh, the year before and, and whatnot. But again, like if you, if you learn, if you take what you can learn from those and you move forward, then it's not a failure because I truly believe that the best is always yet to come for me. And like, it just, it's just a thought that I have. And it's, I would say it's biblical too. And it just brings me this sense of purpose in all things that I go through, even the worst of rejections. So I would say, hold true to that. That's awesome, man. Well, Hey, I just want to say, I'm so happy that you're doing better, man. Um, I'm so happy that you have these new goals in life and you're working towards them and can't wait yes, to see sir. what happens next for you, man. No, I'm excited, man. I'm at MSU Billings right now. So I landed back in Billings um, kind of based on what happened, the events of last year. And so never thought I'd say it, but um, I, I, I love MSU Billings. It's a great school. So I might be there for a while. Not sure for sure yet on that, but um, I definitely am going to get my undergraduate and then go to law school somewhere. I toured U of M law school a couple weeks back, but um, I'm not sure that it's my fit. So I might head down South, check out some Arizona schools and kind of go that path. Awesome, man. Well, can't wait to see what you do. It'll be awesome. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Of course you have a great rest of your day, Nate. All right, man. Hey, thanks for all your support over the years too. You're awesome. Of course, man. You have a great rest of your day and we'll be talking later. All right, let's do it. All right. Talk to you later, man.